fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Now, this is a day that we can have to kick off a brand new week. Holy cow, it's been a Monday and a half, and I know it has been for you as well. Welcome into the program. we got a big show lined up for you today. It's going to be a fun one broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station all over the country on radio and TV and the live streaming and the podcasting. Your Millennial General reporting for duty the way we do every single day. So... For those that don't listen to it or maybe not be aware of the program, I was supposed to be a guest on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense with Mark Walters today. And every once in a while, about once a week, we call in uh, kind of the millennial perspective of things. And I always love chatting with him. Well, I get on the program and I call in the way I'm supposed to do as a guest. And the producer that's down in uh, Dallas, Texas, says, hey, Mark is having Internet issues at his location. He can't connect into the studio. Can you fill in for the show? So with about five minutes notice, got to jump on there, cover the program. It was awesome. Mark called in a guest on his own program, so we had a lot of fun. And that's just the way we do here in live radio. Always adapting, always manipulating, not manipulating, always adapting to and evolving uh, the scenarios no matter what may come. Because guess what? No matter what, the show must go on. And we bring that to you in every day, no matter what may be going on behind the scenes. Welcome into the program, radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting. Find our live stream today on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitter, twitch.tv, also on the ourfreedombook.com and on Instagram and on TikTok. We've been rocking it. We appreciate you hanging out each and every day. Richard Battle will be coming on the program at the bottom of the hour today, author of the book Navigating Life's Journeys. We're going to be talking about the comparison between U.S. immigration policy and Canadian immigration policy, especially during the COVID-19 deal. Did we shut our borders? How do we keep individuals out with viruses or diseases coming into the country? And what are we doing compared to Canada? Because, I mean, you hear Democrats all the time, if Donald Trump gets elected, I'm moving to Canada. They didn't, but they talked about it and they threatened it, and then we got so let down when they ended up not doing it. Can't you just fulfill your promises, Democrats? Come on. So what's going on is we have Kamala Harris trying to handle the issue going uh, going on at the southern border. And right now, that not going swell for her. She went to an, uh, a base, military base out in El Paso, got some photo ops, and then came back. Didn't even go to see what was really the issue down at the southern border. What what's What are we doing compared to what Canada's doing? We'll do that at the bottom of the hour. Hope you had a great weekend. It was a crazy Trump rally over the weekend in Ohio, was it? Now, he's traveling all over. The media is calling it his retaliation tour because he's just evil. He won't go away. Uh, they don't He doesn't. They don't understand why he's still around and why people are showing up. Now, there were tens of thousands of people at the rally. There were thousands of people outside waiting to get into the rally. So he's still bringing his non-president. He's bringing in over 30,000 people at a rally. Still, while Joe Biden can't fill 15 seats and he has to have them in the circles and the media kind of fill in to sit in those seats because no one wants to go see Mr. Joe Biden. Now, call it the retaliation tour all you want. Media, you know you love it. You know you love it. There was a report out. Uh, Don Lemon, was it? One of the guys from CNN. Don't remember which one it was. Their ratings dropped by 75% since Trump has left office. 
75% because there were people that just hated Trump, so they wanted to go to a network where they knew they would get the Trump bashing to fill their adrenaline needs that they actually wanted. It's kind of like an addiction, an addiction, an addiction to gambling or an addiction to alcoholism, or an addiction to sex, or whatever it may be. There's an addiction there where it releases that endorphin, and you feel really, really good about yourself, and then you go on about your day. That was the Trump derangement syndrome for many, because they despised Donald Trump so much, they didn't want to hear what he had to say, they just wanted to hear someone else talk about how bad he was. When he left the scene, that disappeared. It went away. They didn't get that anymore, so they stopped watching CNN. That was the only reason that the main with MSNBC and CNN all those had ratings. Now they're in the tank again, and Fox News even took a big hit because they went after Donald Trump for a while too. So then their supporters left, and now you have One American News Network, you have Newsmax, you have some other, uh, some other great organizations that are actually giving you conservative news that's not going to be twisted against Donald Trump or against that Trump movement. And by the way, warning to Republicans. It, it, the ones trying to shy away and the only way Republicans are going to survive is if they get rid of Trump. Tell it to the guy who's not in office anymore and still getting 30,000 people to a rally. Now, what's the purpose of the rally? He says it's getting ready for the midterm elections in 2022, trying to hype up conservative candidates all over the nation, and people are absolutely loving it. I've told you numerous times with all the candidates we've had on the show before, I've never seen Ever in my life. Now, I'm 32 years old, so I have a little bit shorter lifespan than some other individuals that have been on the political scene. But in my 32 years, I've never seen so many candidates all over the nation in so many different positions try and sign up and start going on the campaign trail as conservatives and as Republicans as early as we are now. We are a year and a half away from the midterm elections in 2022, and we have candidates running left and right and announcing left and right all over the place. Usually, this is the time where they're behind the scenes, they're doing the pollsters, they're paying money to, uh, to release a poll to be uh, or a survey to tell people, hey, I might get support here, do I even have a chance of running, should I want to do this? They're out talking to donors, trying to get money, and then they launch usually by like the be towards the end of this year, October, November, December, and then January, February next year. Going into it, that's when they announce because when you announce too soon, you give the other side arson. You give them tools. You know they already know who their opponent is, and they get to prepare for that. Conservatives just don't care this year. They don't care. And they're jumping into it. So it's cool to see. And Donald Trump on that campaign trail already, his quote-unquote uh, uh, retaliation tour, let them say whatever they want to. I don't see Joe Biden even today as president of the United States getting a 30,000-person rally. It's just not happening. Elsewhere on the weekend, uh, personal story. And this is going to bleed over in the show for a while. There's a lot of changes they're going to start happening on the program here at The Voice of Reason is in some of the content and some of the ways we do this. As you know, conservative talk radio sometimes gets stuck in a rut where we complain about a lot of things but don't necessarily come up with solutions. We try to break through that. We like to have at least an answer or say this is the way it should be or at least whatever based on constitutional values, based on our own opinions, whatever. But we're very clear about that. We don't like to just complain because I was always taught that if you have nothing positive to say, don't say it at all. So while we complain about, like, Joe Biden, which is just fun, I mean, come on, the guy can't remember his name, that's a joke to me. It's a sad joke because he's the leader of the free world, but it's a joke to me. So instead of just complaining about issues, we try to present solutions or at least alternative ideas. Because my goal with this program is to give you all the information, pros and cons, and you can make your own decision. I'm not wanting you to blindly follow me. I don't want you to. I want you to start thinking a little bit differently to say, huh, 
That's an interesting concept. That's an interesting way he connected dot A to dot B. Let me go and do my own research, and I'll craft my own opinion. Now, what I give you is my opinion based on facts that I present. And obviously, I'm going to have a conservative slant to that because I'm a conservative talk radio host. But I just don't want to be like, that's bad. That's stupid. That's dumb. Uh-uh. I don't like it. Uh-uh. It's kind of like those annoying friends that you had or maybe siblings to where they try to mock you and be like, hey, should we do uh No way. Totally not. All right, dude. I don't want to do that. I want to give you alternative ideas. I was uh, this weekend on Saturday. Ended up going to a conference here in the Wichita area. It was a great one, and it was national people all over the country. I met people from Connecticut, met people from Los Angeles and California, which we have listeners on both spectrums as well with our podcast. So thank you for that because we have a lot of listeners all over. And uh, and actually some of them knew of the program and knew of me too, so it was really neat to connect with listeners. But it was at a crowd that, again, I'm still new to this, but yet it blew my mind of the, the crowd that was there and what they actually support because I never thought this crowd was on the conservative-minded ideal list. I never thought it was. And it was a convention for holistic medicine, for alternative holistic medicine. And these renowned speakers, these renowned doctors and chiropractors and alternative healers and all people from all over the country came to this thing here in Wichita, Kansas over the weekend, and I got to go as the gal that put it on. I am uh, through the Hoosier Media Network. I produce her podcast. We've come close. I've been able to connect with a lot of her guests as well. And I've realized for a second, why don't I have them on this show? Now, it's not to promote anything specifically of like, this is the way you need to live your life, because I don't care. You can live your life however we want to. But I've realized over the last year with COVID, all we've heard about was what the government wants us to hear about. And while my while we mock that and we tear it apart on this program about the ridiculousness of wearing cloth masks, unless you actually get an N95 mask or better uh, with getting the vaccine, with all you hear about is one side. And I try to debunk that by saying, no, you don't have to. But yet we don't necessarily present the benefits of other sides that sometimes you don't normally hear because it's silence because you're not allowed to. And I realized, why don't we have these guests on the program? And they're not necessarily political. Some of them are, obviously, because it's a very political topic nowadays. And my first reservation, I have to admit, when I thought about bringing some of these guests on the program was, my listeners are not going to like this because this is kind of the the, the alternative outside the spectrum health stuff that, you know, it's the hippie thing, it's the hipster thing, it's the you know, millennial crazy thing, it's the woo-woo thing, it's whatever. It's it's the side that doesn't get a lot of traction in the mainstream. But when I went to this conference, it was in a smaller venue, but it was packed, jam-packed with people, which I did not know there was such a community for it here, even the even in the Wichita area. Um, I, I w- I've been completely, for years, misconception of what this crowd actually was. And it makes sense because that crowd really is leave me alone and let me live my life the way I want to, including with my own health. That really is one of our most important aspects. If I don't want to get a vaccine, you can't make me get a vaccine. If I don't want to wear a mask, you're not going to make me wear a mask. If I don't want to go to the doctor this way, I'm going to find alternative ways to do it. It is the ultimate idea of conservatism and libertarianism. If I'm going to do my thing, there were people walking around this conference with MAGA Trump hats at this Holistic Health Alternative Medicine Convention. There were people that listened to this program from Connecticut and from California, from all over the country that knew of the voice of reason because they listened to it as people that follow holistic and alternative medicine options. So I've realized that there's a whole nother brand that I've dismissed 
as an individual who's never understood that until just recently, that these are really individuals that just want the government to leave them the hell alone. So over the next few weeks, we're going to have some of these guests on to talk about it in a political sense, but to give options, to give other ideas, to make you think just a little bit differently to where you can make your own decision. And if you like it, you can email me. If you don't like that idea, you can email me. Who's your media network at gmail.com. Who's your media network at gmail.com. You can let me know. It'd be like, Andy, no, that's too far-fetched. You're going down a really weird rabbit hole. Andy, you've lost your mind. You're going crazy. Stop it. Let's get back to the mainstream here. Or like, you know what, Andy? Yeah, we need to find ways where the institutions, the industry that the government is now controlling, that is the healthcare industry, we need to find alternatives. We need to find different ways to live our life and to have different lifestyles and to have different ways to take care of ourselves because I don't want to go and support a pharmaceutical company that's run by the government that's making billions of dollars off a vaccine that I don't know anything about. I don't want to go and become part of the same mundane where the average American takes six pharmaceutical pills a day for their lifespan. Six. That's crazy. When you say, oh, there's an ailment, let me take a pill, but I have this really bad side effect. Well, instead of changing the medication or doing something different, oh, here's a medicine to mask that side effect that gave me a side effect of that one. Let's take another pill. On top, an average of six pills the average American takes on a daily basis. Is there something different there? We're going to get a lot of heat for it, but it's something that I think, even if you don't buy into it or don't support it, maybe just to hear it might make us think a little bit differently because that's what we're all about, thinking a little bit different, looking outside the box and giving you all the different options for you to make your own choice. To me, that's the ultimate conservatism there, isn't it? The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back, and we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online helping you defend and preserve this great republic.
You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. Monday's the greatest day to do it, especially welcome back into the show. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, 24 minutes past the hour. Don't worry, too. I did get to look at it over the weekend. It wasn't long, and we'll jump into it a little bit with our weird news of the day. Weird news of the day. We will get into the UFO report from the government. I don't know if you're aware or not, but we've been waiting for that one for weeks. And what did we get? We got nine pages of lies. Lies, I tell you. So we'll talk about that on the program in just a little bit. You can listen to us, radio and TV, and the live streaming and podcasting. Axios ran a story about America's continued move towards socialism and how my generation, according to them, half of younger Americans now hold a positive view of capitalism and socialism's appeal continues to grow, driven by what they say is black Americans and women, according to the new Axios Momentum poll. The majority of a majority indiv- uh, minority individuals and women. I wonder why. Now, this is kind of one of those, like the nowadays when you get a scientific study done, it's not really a scientific study, and I hope many individuals are aware of that. When you get a scientific study done, it's not like it used to be of, you know, I have an interesting theory, and here's my hypothesis, then let me run the study and see what type of result I get. And wow, I was spot on, I was right about my hypothesis, or man, I was totally way off, and here's the results that we actually got, we need to run another one. Just to confirm and make sure everything's gone well. That's the way science used to be done. Nowadays, it's not done like that. And I want to be very clear here. Whenever you hear a scientific study, whenever you hear about science holding a study, whenever we get money coming in from a grant at the federal level to do a study, it's not, here's the hypothesis, here's what we think, and here's the outcome that we actually got. Did it match or not? Oh, no. That's not the way science is done from the government. Let's be very clear there. From the private sector, we still get some of that. Not from the government. What they found is that they actually want to craft a study for a specific outcome. We want to see an increase in socialism in the country. What can we do to actually make that happen? They want to create the test that comes out with the outcome that they want. So it's already it's already scripted. It's already manipulated before the test even begins, before the study or the science actually begins. That's what they've done with these types of polls. They already know what generation wants socialism. They already know who wants socialism. And they create that mindset by putting that glass ceiling on individuals. You're a minority person. You're a woman. You're not allowed opportunity like that. Look at all those white privileged people out there in the rural country or out in the farming countries, in the communities that are, you know, outside of the big city. They're living their life. They're making $500,000. They're the rich, elite, white privileged individuals. They're clinging to their guns and Bibles. Look how great their life is out there. You, you're stuck here. You don't have opportunities for school. Well, can we get them? We've already spent our money. We've already asked for more money, and it's it's coming in, but it's not quite there. Knowing that it all goes to the administrative top state. Uh, can you lower our taxes? No, we really can't. we got to pay for a lot of stuff for you. Can we have guns to protect ourselves? No, you really can't do that because there's high crime rates, and you really need to hate the cops because the cops are ones that are killing you. By societal terms, the side that makes them the victim has put the glass ceiling on them to create the victim and then tell them they're victims. And the only way that's going to change is if we have a changing governmental system, which is goes into the argument of critical race theory and these other things to make people want to hate this nation because they've created a an environment to where they hate their environment as it is. And the only way that's going to change is if they put in a better system that the people that gave them that crappy environment anyways are the ones that are in control that are somehow going to make it better. 
That's why people love socialism. They've done it with my generation by saying, look, all that, the, the older generation, your parents and your grandparents, look how much stuff they have in their garage. Look at all the tools they have. Look at all the cars they have. Look at all the trucks they have. Look at the big house that they have. Look at all the money they have in their bank account. Look, they have a 401k. Look, they have a retirement plan. They're making $80,000 a year. What a bunch of wealthy, privileged jerks. Now, what they don't say is it took them that long, 40, 50 years to actually get to that level because of hard work and working their way up and being able to do that. No, no, you need it right now. You deserve it right now. Look at what they have. Look at what you don't have. And look, if we just implement socialism, we'll just distribute it all and you can have it right now. Kind of appealing for some that are impatient, aren't they? The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. It goes by so fast. Welcome back into the program. Halfway through today on a Monday, we have a laundry list of awesome guests to get to throughout the week. Make sure to stay tuned in. Lots of content we'll try and cram into. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag. Trying to rebrand the millennial generation one radio listener at a time. Let's jump right into our guest. I want to get to this report in a minute. By the way, you can find us on our social media at Hoosier Reason on all of our social media uh, websites. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, LinkedIn, Our Freedom Book, Instagram, TikTok. Yes, I do have a TikTok. No, I don't make a lot of videos. I watch some really fun stuff on there, actually. It's, uh, you want to talk about conspiracy heaven for some individuals or just really stupid content that just makes your mind numb? Go to TikTok. That's kind of entertaining. I am super excited. We haven't had this guest on the program in a while, so I'm super excited to have him back on the show uh, with his latest book, Navigating Life's Journey, Common Sense in Uncommon Times. Talk about needing some common sense nowadays because right now I don't think anybody knows what common sense actually is. We live in a world where Joe Biden is a fearless leader to some degree. Um, I've heard a rumor that like time changed in 2021 because like the Monopoly guy, I everybody thought he had like a little eye thing. Apparently, he never did. I think some things are happening with our weird news, right? Weird yeah. news I'm of the day. You, I'm telling you. So we need some common sense, and this guy brings it each and every time he's on the program. Excited to have back on here, Richard Battle with us here. Rich, how are you, my friend? 
Andy, good afternoon. Thank you so much for having us with you again. Hey, it's always good to talk to you. Absolutely. Let's talk about what you guys are dealing with down in Texas, because I don't know how you deal with this. I know that Nebraska, not Kansas, because we have a Democrat governor right now, but there are states all over the nation sending in uh, law enforcement and some National Guard to help enforce your guys' borders down there, because apparently the federal government's not going to do it. So have you seen an uptick in law enforcement down at the borders from different states trying to help? And what's Texas doing right now? Because I heard that you guys are working on ways to just try and enforce the border on your own. Well, I think that's correct, and uh, I'm very heartened by what I've seen, not only out of our Governor Abbott and what we're doing, but by what the other states are doing to come work with us. And I think there's a much bigger opportunity here than just the border situation. And until President Obama, no one cared about the border except the border states. Mm. But after he resettled thousands of illegals all over the country, everyone in the country is up in arms about this because they realize they have to pay to take care of these people with real tax dollars. And so it's now a national issue. And so Governor Abbott has pledged $250 million as a down payment to build additional wall. Uh, There's a public website which you can contribute to to help, and I've done that as well as thousands of other Texans, and they've sent additional troops to the border. But the interesting thing is you mentioned Nebraska, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, Arizona, and others, I hope will all help this effort as well. And the big picture opportunity in my mind is this is an opportunity to regain power for the states away from the federal government in Washington, because for too long the federal government has seized power from the states and individuals and taken it out of balance. You're absolutely right. I mean, I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned that because we love talking about state sovereignty, the Tenth Amendment, other than those simple duties that the federal government's supposed to have constitutionally. The rest should be defaulted and delegated back to the states because they are still sovereign states. And this is a great testing of that one. Now, immigration and foreign policy is one of those that the federal government is supposed to handle at the federal level. But when they don't and they fail miserably on it, then that should be defaulting down to the sovereign state to deal with the issue because they're the ones being directly affected. So uh, in a glass half full kind of mindset here, this is a great learning curve for us to understand, again, the rights that states have to take matters into their own hands when they have to. Well, absolutely. And, And we need to remember that the federal government didn't create the states. The states created the federal government. Yes. And so the states had the dominant power, and I believe the real dominoes started to fall on this in 1913 when they uh, passed the 17th Amendment for direct election of the U.S. senators because that changed the allegiance of U.S. senators from the state to the national government in reality because when senators were elected by the legislative bodies in the state, They were the representatives of the states in Washington to help hold the power for the states. And that's been gone now for 100 years, unfortunately. Yeah, that is very true. Is there a movement now? I've heard a lot of people talk about it, but is there there actually a national movement trying to repeal the 17th Amendment and get it back to actually having state governments nominate and actually appoint different individuals in senators' seats? Well, I've not heard of that. I certainly before. There's a convention of states movement yeah. that is underway and has gained a lot of traction. And I think that's something that could be revisited at that time 
And of course, there's many different uh, exit movements going on, including in Texas, Texas, uh, eastern Washington, parts of West Virginia, and other places that are trying to realign their borders based on different political beliefs than what they have in their states. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, We're talking with Richard Battle, author of the book Navigating Life's Journeys. You can find him online with all of his writings and information at richardbattle.com. You bring up an interesting point about immigration being a mainstream talking point. It boggles my mind. Now, I'm 32. I haven't got to experience a whole lot uh, politically throughout the, the, the history, but the fact that immigration has never been really a major focal point in American politics. I, I hear with Ronald Reagan, even back in the day, making an immigration deal. If I'll give you amnesty, if we seal the borders, that never obviously happened. It kind of pops up here and there. We heard of George H.W. Bush talking about it a little bit. We hear uh, I, uh, George W. Bush Jr. talking about it a little bit, but you're right. It was never a major point until I remember the 20. 20- 12 election and on the Republican primary, Tom Tancredo, former congressman from Colorado, we've had him on the show many times. Uh, he's a good friend. He brought it to the national light on the Republican side and talked about videos of him playing it on the Capitol and on the Capitol building, a video of individuals walking across the border illegally. But that got shunned in silence quickly. And you're right, once Obama came in and started really changing immigration policy, is when it became a major issue. It's just wild to me how it's such an important factor in society, but yet it was never such a major talking point nationally. Well, it's because one political party will benefit in multiple ways by having more illegal immigration. And and the reality is these people that are coming, yes, they may have been suppressed or have risk where they're at, but when they reach the United States, They've hit the lottery because of our welfare state. If it was like it was during Ellis Island and people coming in the 19th century where you had to come and rely on your family or to get a job to take care of yourself, we would not see these numbers that we see now. And these people are getting thousands and thousands of dollars of help beyond what you as citizens are even getting. And it's straining our local state as well as our federal budgets. Yeah, that's true. Let's talk about comparison to what's happening uh, up in the great white north above us, especially with COVID-19. I mean, most countries locked down their immigration uh, stuff during COVID. Uh, We did kind of sort of not really with the fear of COVID spreading. We were more concerned about getting Americans vaccinated than we were about actually keeping viruses and diseases coming from our southern border. But Canada handled it a little bit different way from what I'm aware of. It may have changed since, but Uh, As far as I'm aware, Canada still doesn't allow many Americans to come in right now because of COVID restrictions. Well, their border has been closed since March last year, and and it was extended recently to July 21st for all non-essential travel, which is going the exact opposite direction of even the blue states in the U.S. and even the European Union. And Canada relies a lot on tourism, especially from the U.S., and they're going to sacrifice probably two-thirds of the season unless they reconsider this law. And when you look at their caseloads and their death statistics and everything, they have almost non-existent, and they're they're relying on first vaccination doses. That's the thing they really emphasize more than the second vaccination dose. Mm-hmm. And to me, it just shows they're what I call using a sledgehammer to hit a thumbtack because there's no <laughs> differentiation across the country from one province to another based on their statistics. It's the whole country is penalized uh, for whatever the numbers are. Is it working? I mean, do, do, have they had 
comparable rate to COVID compared to us? Or is it like usual, you know, when you try and lock things down too much, uh, people don't like it and it still ends up happening anyways? Well, I think their numbers have dropped like a rock. I mean, it's interesting. You can see the graphs and they mirror what our numbers are. And I think that they're they're locked down, and, and why wouldn't they make exceptions for vaccinated persons? Yeah. Uh, there's so many different questions, but it was easier just to make one decision that sweeps everybody regardless of any mitigating factors. And that's that, to me, illustrates the incompetency of governments because they can't adjust to those type situations. Yeah, that's true. We've got about 45 seconds left here. Richard Battle, author of the book, Navigating Life's Journeys, Common Sense, and Uncommon Times. Real quickly, I mean, Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, handling the issues at the border right now in her statement just a couple weeks ago, saying that we will turn people away at the southern border. I literally spit coffee out of my mouth when I read that. But is that happening? And is there going to be any type of enforcement under this Biden-Harris administration? I don't think there is any enforcement. It was she stopped for a coffee break on her way to Los Angeles Friday. Uh, to me, there's no change in their policy, and they point to improvement, but their definition of improvement is how fast they're releasing children into the country, and that to me is not the right statistic because we need to look at how many people are coming in in total versus how many people we're sending back. And there are thousands and tens of thousands that have been released all over this country. We have given them free airfare from McAllen, Texas, across the country. We're sending them everywhere. It's crazy. And then people now smugglers making 200 grand just by helping people smuggle across the border. Richard, it's always good to talk to you, my friend. It's been way too long. Let's get you back on the show again real soon. Thank you, Andy. God bless America. Hey, God bless America. Always appreciate you coming on. We'll chat with you again here real soon. Lots more coming up, wrapping up today on a Monday on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online helping you defend and preserve this great republic.
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into it. Always good to talk with Richard Battle. Appreciate him coming on the show. We need to get him in the more frequent rotation of guests here. Always great content and information, so we appreciate that very much. RichardBattle.com. You can go and visit his website right there. All right, immigration. It's kind of wild where we're at. Again, the fact that it wasn't a major talking point until really... I mean, as we mentioned, Ronald Reagan mentioned it in briefing, George H.W. Bush, George W. Bush. Tom Tancredo really was the big one. I, I think I've told this story on the air before. He came and spoke at my university when we were with the College Republicans and came and spoke. And him and I have been friends. He filled in for the radio show back in uh, Colorado. I used to listen to an intern for when I started getting into radio. So he remembered me then and we'd, we would chat there. And we've kind of sort of stayed in touch. We've had him on the program. It's been a while, actually. Had him on the program a while ago on this program talking. Former congressman out of Colorado. He's run for governor a few times out there. Unfortunately, though, he's gone down the road of like third parties that I'm not a big fan of as he's run for the uh, the Constitution Party and something else, um, which is unfortunate. But a really great guy. I love Tom Tancredo. Really, really smart individual, especially when it comes to immigration policy. He would tell the story of him being on the House floor and running video live on the screen in the chambers of watching people carrying mattresses and carrying things over their heads, walking across the Rio Grande River, across the southern border, coming in the country illegally. And the media would lose their minds every time that he would run these. The Democrats lose their minds every time he ran those stories. And the fact that it's still not a major talking point, I mean, it kind of became one with Obama, and then it really became one under Donald Trump, and it made people feel uncomfortable addressing it, but it's something that needed to be addressed and still needs to be addressed because we finally started, didn't completely, but started to get a handle on it, and then we ended up backtracking and going the wrong direction with the new administration wanting to reverse whatever Trump's doing, but then slow down on the reversals because they realize they kind of have to because it started to work. All right, we got a couple minutes left. I want to get into our fun story of the day. Weird news of the day. Yeah, so as you know, I was waiting weeks, weeks for this report to come out on UFOs. Why the heck it didn't come out sooner drives me nuts. And we waited and waited. And then finally, the last 20 minutes of the program on Friday, they ended up releasing this report and the media uh, worked it. And I have the nine-page report. Yeah, 144 of UFO cases or UAPs, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon, 144 cases they studied, they come out with a nine-page report. What a bust, man. Now, you want to talk about not trusting the media, not trusting the government. This is why we don't trust the government. We know. We know something's going on, whether it's extraterrestrials, whether it's government programs and secret uh, technology that they're trying to study, whether it's being concerned about other nations and not creating a state of panic for us. We know that you know more than this. Here's what it said. The unclassified report delivered to Congress and to the media. Here's all they said. 
the limited amount of high-quality reporting on unidentified aerial phenomena, UAPs, hamper our ability to draw firm conclusions about the nature or intent of UAPs. The limited amount of high-quality reporting. Guess what? We've had UFO sightings since the 1950s that have been documented, and you're now just saying the limited amount of high-quality reporting. Give me a break. The limited data and inconsistency in reporting are key challenges to evaluating UAPs. No standardized reporting mechanisms existed until the Navy established one in March of 2019. Let me repeat that again. We've had UFO sightings since the 1950s, and they're trying to say that we haven't had a standardized reporting system since March of 2019. The Air Force subsequently adopted that mechanism of reporting in November of 2020. So what you're telling me is within, like, what, 80 years of reports of UFOs, we've dismissed them, we've called them nuts, and you didn't even accept a mechanism of reporting until eight months ago? Come on, man. Do you expect we believe this? This is why we don't trust the government. I don't care if we're not talking about UFO or extraterrestrials or aliens here. I'm saying we know that we have them. We have the, the Pentagon that admitted last year that they have things in their possession that are, quote, unquote, direct quote from the Pentagon, not of this world. It's technology they can't understand. It's technology they don't know about. They have them in their possession. And you're saying that we're just getting a reporting system as of November of 2020? Lies. Lies. They have different ways to report them as well, including airborne clusters like birds and balloons, natural atmospheric phenomenon like uh, ice crystals and moisture in the air that affect radar systems, USG or industrial development programs. It could be uh, classified programs by U.S. entities, foreign adversary programs like China or Russia's technology or other. That's how they're classifying them. No other information. Lies. We know you have more information. Release it. We want the truth. We can handle it. It's all right. Lots more coming up tomorrow. Podcast going up in just a little bit. Until then, make sure you speak some reason. Speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. Everyone have a great Monday. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already. 